Welcome to the Horrible Movie Podcast, a studio DNA podcast. We're available on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at thehorriblemoviepodcast.com. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. You can become a patron of our show and the Studio DNA Network by going to patreon.com slash studio DNA to find out more. Now, here's the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Horror Movie Podcast. Um, so glad you tuned in here um, this week. First, I want to introduce Jake Wilburn. Jake. Hello. Um, Jake is a phenomenal person. He is a North Korean expert. He's a retro video games expert. He is a, a monster of audio um, radio expert thank you yes um agree with all (laughs) a a maestro of media thank you okay that's that's all you can i'm I'm, i was no i I like it good i like it when you do it so just keep going okay i'll come i'll think of some more okay all right Uh, we also have producer phil phil i'm here um phil is um the man behind the uh buttons and um widgets and other things for all of Studio DNA. He produces how many podcasts now total? I mean, if you include the one that's not on Studio, or two that are not on Studio DNA, I do six. Yeah. Yeah. Along with being the best-dressed producer uh, never to be seen You guys are slumming in your T-shirts tonight. I know. Phil always wears a three-piece suit. (laughs) Never again. Producer Phil. Um, We're going to start out the show with a great segment we like to call the song of the week this week the song of the week is from a band called calls from home um their music is available for free on that great website purevolume.com check it out um this song is called hold on and are you gonna play it phil i am here it is (laughs) hold on by calls from home Um, bass guitar intro. I love it. Distorted bass guitar intro. You don't hear that a lot. Today, it's not another day. It's not another reason to just stay where you are. I like his voice. I did too. Kim Jong Un likes it as well. <laughs> he told you this, or no? He didn't. <laughs> Guess what? What year is this, approximately? This song, right now, 2018, I guess. They're making music right now. 
right now, and you're listening to it. There's a live recording of them in the studio right now. <laughs> oh, they're in the studio? I didn't know that. Check it out. They got a good sound. The band is Calls From Home. Yes. The yeah, song is phenomenal. Hold On. It is. Oh, all right. Anyway, there you go. Calls from home. Song of the week. Hold on. You know what needs to hold on is the apparently the U.S. military uh, holding on to the west coast of our great nation whenever the North Koreans plot to take over. They were totally caught off guard. Can't believe it. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Just, um, I mean, never saw it coming. That would never happen. The Pacific Ocean is a lot smaller than people think. Well, and <laughs> and that that they were able to sneak into Spokane, Washington, of all places. Right, because that was the entry point. Yeah, Sp- yeah, Spokane, Washington was where this movie takes place. <laughs> Why not Seattle? Why not anywhere other than Spokane, Washington? <laughs> I, I think they needed something more rural so they could escape to, to the, the woods. woods a bunch. Yeah, because the original was in Colorado and they went up in the mountains, and so this one they go into the woods. And uh-huh. Seattle's a little too urban. The original was in Colorado. Yep. What? How would they even have the Russians? Did they infiltrate by air or was it by ground there? Well, and in the original part of the the plot line was they had some central Cuba and some Central American countries who were you know communist sympathizers helping them, and so they pushed up from the middle as well. And so you had the you had the coast, and then that was like the the middle middle push there. So Colorado made a little bit more sense when you had you know Hispanic communists joining in right and so since this one it's coming from east asia made a little bit more sense to go to, pacific northwest yeah to go west coast you said that about colorado and this is just a real quick side note um have you ever watched uh man in the high castle uh, i watched the first few episodes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um that they this uh colorado the rocky mountains is kind of the central mm-hmm. demilitarized zone there yeah. Which North Korea also has a demilitarized they zone. They do have one, yes. The oddly named demilitarized zone, which is the most militarized place on Earth. Well, it's an area where you can go and snap pictures, though. You can. I have some. I've been there. I've, I've snapped some pictures there myself. Amazing. Yeah. It's a, it is a, it's a pretty odd place. But anytime you see journalists and stuff go to the DMZ, they weigh over, you know, they're like, this is so intense. And they're like, I went to the war zone today. It's like, yeah. And people are staying there, you know, basically you could, you know, eat popcorn if you wanted to almost. (laughs) It's like, people are like, whatever. Uh, So you don't have to take pictures the way that Jack takes pictures of celebrities at Planet Comic Con. Like sneaky. He kind of like holds his phone up. Like he's uh, (laughs) like texting somebody and then just like, it's, Take picture. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is a little bit of a code of conduct there. They t- they tell you not to take direct pictures of the North Koreans, and you know, there's certain places you can't take pictures of or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a pretty uh, it's a pretty interesting place. There's in one of the rooms you can step over the demarcation line into North Korea, but Ooh. only when you're in. It's the building uh, where they signed the armistice in 1953. Jeez. So they ended the war, and you can you can step over the boundary in that room. Mm-hmm. But the door that leads out to the North Korean side, the South Korean soldiers are guarding it because they don't obviously don't want you to get too close to the door and get snatched up or whatever. I was listening to um, a podcast today about, um, well, about Dwight D. Eisenhower and how he, when he took office, the first thing, like literally one of the first things he did was get us out of Korea because he was, I mean, he's a general and he knew that 
it was a, 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 a war we were just not going to win. Yep. And why were we in there? We were basically just keeping these two sides at bay, stopping communism. Yep. Anyway, he, he that was one of the first acts he did was he signed that armistice. Well, and, the, and and I, I oversimplified a little bit, but the border that now divides the Korean Peninsula was almost, you know, like if you picture two army guys in a room and they kind of just like close their eyes and put their finger on a map. I mean, it was pretty close to that. Really? But yeah. Well, we Japan surrendered. And so we said, well, here's all these other territories that, you know, Japan uh, had annexed and Korea was one of them. And they're like, oh, yeah. What about that place? What are we going to do with that? Well, the Soviets were around and they kind of wanted a piece of that, too. And we were trying to figure out a way. OK, well, what can we get the Soviets to agree to without just giving them the whole thing? And so the 38th parallel yes was they're like well i mean this is kind of a natural boundary you know mm -hmm. there's there's no mountain or like geographic boundaries so they're like this is the only boundary that we could even think of and they were they had to do it overnight i mean it was basically like decide this get back to us tomorrow it's crazy and there's oh. no way that they could have known obviously what consequences that would have had you know years yes yeah, so this is 1945 so you know. weird yeah oh. it's pretty crazy crazy um when and actually the podcast I was listening to was actually it was actually about um, what presidents know about UFOs. So <laughs> it literally had it literally had very little to do with that other than Dwight D. Eisenhower allegedly is the president that has the most knowledge. Is this about Richard Serrett? Yes, it was. Sweet. Mm. It's pretty good. If you want to know about UFOs, talk to Tom DeLong. Blink one eighty two. That's like, that, <laughs> is, that is his thing. He's he is yeah, he does that. We talked about that about trying to get him to come on here. Yeah. Talk about you can talk about UFOs all day. I don't care. You're Tom DeLonge from Blink-182. I bet they'd be the song of the week then that week. <laughs> Probably. Okay. So, um, real quick. Here's what I want to talk about. Mm. It's called Time for Some Deets. This segment is called Time for Some Deets. The details of the movie. The movie is Red Dawn, 2012 edition. Directed by Dan Bradley. You said this is his first directorial debut. Yeah, he was uh, did stunt work before this. Woof. Um, Bo Flynn produced it. That's a fun name. Um, Trip Vinson. Bo Flynn and Trip Vinson produced this movie. You knew it was going to be a hit. Bo Flynn sounds like a extra from Gone with the Wind. Oh, I do declare Bo Flynn is going to... Oh, he's going to let the South rise again. I do declare. And then Trip Vinson, uh, which is my new band name, my new punk band name, Trip Vinson. Um, screenplay by Carl Ellsworth, uh, based on Red Dawn um, by Kevin Reynolds and John Milius, Milius loosely whatever. inspired by. Yes, starring Chris Hemsworth. That is Thor. Josh Peck. That is Josh from Drake and Josh. He cut a bunch of weight to do this. Um, Adrian Palicki and a cast of thousands as well. Oh, and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who is Negan. Um, there is an editor, Richard Pearson. Richard, great job. I'm not sure how you're accredited as an editor. Um, it's unbelievable. This thing is horrid. Um, also, 97-minute um, runtime, so it wasn't too painful. $65 million budget and box office, $50.9 50 .50 million. Woof. Didn't make its money back. Um, man. Uh, release date originally November 21st, 2012. They filmed this thing in 2009, and then they shelved it for two years. It was supposed to come out in 2010. MGM went out of business, and the rest is history, as they say. I remember hearing about it in like 
probably 08, 09 time frame. Yeah. And I was super excited about and it. And then it was, was like, like, what happened? What happened? Yeah. And, and it was done. Uh-huh. And they just they went away. And we'll have some other uh, good details coming up with it. The um, the North Koreans initially were the Chinese. Mm-hmm. But then they thought, oh, the Chinese might, might buy this movie if we say it's North Koreans. So we'll just change it. They'll never know. They don't know what. <laughs> North Koreans look like compared to Chinese. <laughs> no one will notice the terrible dubbing. And then it never opened in China, so it was pointless. Anyway, when we come back, uh, we were going to do a 30-second synopsis, and we're going to talk about this bad boy. Woo, Red Dawn! Welcome back. Uh, I just wanted to say that um, there's a segment in these hills. A legend. <laughs> Some call it Wolverines. Wolverines! Like in this movie. Others call it. 30-second synopsis. That's right. I think pretty much everyone calls it 30 seconds. Everyone calls it 30-second <laughs> synopsis. Um, you won't even need 30 seconds for this one, I think. I don't think so. Um, it is by far the worst um, cut-up movie, other than The Room, but that doesn't count. I mean, that's... This is the worst big-budget movie I think I've ever we've ever done on this podcast, where you're just like, what, what, what was that scene? And why is this happening here? And... Okay, a lot of that. <laughs> Why they're in the woods now? They're in the city. No, they got there really fast. How did they get in the middle of the dude mil- uh, the militarized zone? Did someone just die? It's weird. And I don't care. I oh <laughs> the whole thing. Was he supposed to be a main character? They put a tracking device in a human, like randomly, <laughs> like the Russians just have them on their on themselves to be like, oh, here's a tracking device. Yeah. Does this take place in the near future? No, it's, it's present day. times. But okay. you're but you're like. When is this happening? Like, it's very confusing. Yeah. Anyway, our friend, Jake Wilburn, um, is going to tell us all about this movie, and he has 30 seconds to do it. If he does not complete it in 30 seconds. To the gulag. No. You have to be uh, adopted (laughs) into Kim Jong-un's family, which is like going to the gulag. Because you may not make it out. I shouldn't say that. I'm slow, yeah, I guess I can say it. I'm gonna slow down on purpose. I feel like I feel like of all the things that people get aggravated about nowadays, this is interesting. Again, we could talk about so many things on here, and someone would be upset about it. Sure. North Korea seems like that open whatever. It's okay to badmouth it, which is weird. I mean, not weird. Other countries that you know have issues. Can't talk about them, but this yeah. one, go ahead. Can't make toilet paper jokes about <laughs> Venezuela. No. Right. Well, a lot of the people do, though, and that's sad. Yeah. that's I won't go. See, you know, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> they don't see, have I any don't, toilet paper, but someone, they got lots of, lots of Bitcoin. See, that's what I'm saying. Someone will get upset. I'm not, I don't want anyone to get upset. We all be happy fun. Happy fun times, like the fine <laughs> military of North Korea storming the coast. Gosh, so dumb. Okay, here we go. Ready? So cute. All right. And 30 seconds synopsis, Jake Wilburn, Red Dawn, 2012, and go. Let me tell you a story about a guy named Jed. He comes home on leave. The North Koreans set off an EMP and invade the (laughs) Pacific Northwest. Jed doesn't like it very much, and he gets a bunch of kids together, and they try to take an insurgency back to the North Koreans. Regulators! Wolverine. I think you still have like 12 more seconds if you want them. Yeah. Yeah, You got anything else to say about it? They they want to steal a box. You made it. That box is dumb. At the end. I'm going to let the alarm go off just so everyone okay. understands how, how well he did that. <laughs> That's nuts. 
That's the most concise, shortest <laughs> one ever. There's not really much to this movie. No, There's not a lot of depth. How did I go a full 30 seconds on Kung, Kung Pao? Well, because you had to frame it up of what, what it was. Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, this is a, it's a movie, but it's about how crappy this other movie is and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, let's talk about the plot. Um, in this world, in this bizarro world reality, North Korea is strong enough, and maybe that's what it is. Maybe this is an alternate reality. Well, and so at the beginning of the movie, they play these kind of like newsreels and stuff that are spliced together about how the U.S.'s economy is starting to do really bad and Asia is starting to become the new world power. And so they kind of like badly try to set up this this deal where we're vulnerable and they're starting to, you know, rise. Russia and um, and the China and North Korea are kind of starting to rise up a little bit more. Which is weird. Yep. There's several. There's all you can there's a couple video games and some other movies and stuff that do these, you know, North Korea's gonna invade montages and it's because crazy. it's passable. You right. can do it. Sure. The the Chinese market in this situation, they made this movie. <clears throat> and they made it initially as the Chinese were invading. Yep. Which makes a little bit more sense. It was supposed to be that we like defaulted on our debts to them essentially. Again. Right. Yes. And so they came to repo or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know, but, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Right. That was originally the yeah. kind of the premise. That was scary. Um, and But then I think they realized, um, well, you know what? And they, and they waited like two years to, to or like a year to redo the edits. They were like, well, well, maybe we can open this in China if we say this is the North Koreans. And they did, and it never even made it to China. And they <laughs> made this really cruddy thing. Yeah, and Russians you, are involved at some level. Yeah, on some level, we don't. It's never really clear because they're afraid yeah. of the Russians. Yeah. Hollywood's probably a little afraid of the Russians to, to really. Oh, we don't want them to be mad at us. Yeah. Well, in 2012, it wasn't as big of a deal as Mitt it was Romney today. thought it was. Yeah, Mitt, yeah, yeah, he did. He <laughs> That's did. true. Yeah. Oh, anyway, I know. Okay. Oh, I know. That's a side note. Anyway, yep. um, so these uh, kids. Okay, Jed is played by well, oh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, which, you know, you said they're supposed to be originally be Chinese. You know, so they went back and, like, re-digitized all of the Chinese flags and insignia, and they redubbed all of the Chinese uh, dialogue into Korean. So, you know, and they had to, like, reshoot scenes, so it's kind of like you can't, you don't see their lips moving as much unless the scene was filmed in a way, but... It's dubbed really bad, and you can see the pixels like oh. on their on the flags on their. Th- it's the digitization is so bad, and it's not even correct. Mm. Like they got North Korea's flag wrong. It's missing a stripe. <laughs> and it's like, dude, really? Like you spent a million bucks trying to redigitize this thing, and you're not even paying it. You know, and Sad. the prop the propaganda is not accurate. I know I'm picking, you know, kind of picking at it here, but man, but no. you're right. I mean, you're, you're, right. you're going to pay people to do, you, you know, to, to make it yeah, look it's real. Like, do your research, right? And yeah, in, yeah. in, in wow. the original Red Dawn. They were pretty good on their details about the Soviet Union and you know all that kind of stuff. And oh, this one, they I mean, missed it. Oh, they missed it. And again, originally it wasn't even the right army. But then if you're going to go back and redigitize a let's flag, do it right. yeah. let's do it right. There's no pictures. Have you ever seen North Korea? It's all about the leaders. You know, the leaders' yeah. pictures. Ever not? They're not even mentioned. Nothing in the movie. They have one thing where they show Kim Jong Il. Um, in a video clip thing. Yeah, in that original, in the opening. And then they show Kim Jong-un, like some picture of him. And he, right. <laughs> right. So sad. Yeah, when when he was a kid watching yeah. the watching Bulls games. Oh, gosh. All right, that's true. 
Think about that. Um, because he was in America. He was in he was in Switzerland, but yeah. Weird. All right. <laughs> so, um, we open with a football game, hometown football game of what's this place called? The the, the team is called is the Wolverines right. football team, uh, in Spokane, Washington, and Josh from Drake and Josh is the quarterback of this team. And I'm gonna be brutally honest here, guys. This is some of the better. This is actually this clip. It's like five minutes long, like this intro thing. Him in the game, he ends. They end up losing the game. This is actually some of the best football in a movie I've ever seen. Like it's kind of interesting. Like that the the beginning because the, they can really screw up. Sports can be really screwed up in in movies. Take Teen Wolf for example. Michael J. Fox playing basketball is really bad. Like. My seven-year-old, well, I love my son. I'm only going to say that. Like, bad. Like, bad. Okay? But this was better than that. So, kudos to them. So, if you're not going to get anything accurate with military the or politics or anything, you might as well get the five <laughs> the, minutes of football. The camera right. work was right. Um, they had done, here's what, I think here's what they did. Friday Night Lights, the, the, the movie came out. Okay? Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Friday Night Lights movie is awesome. Um, and I think they use some of that same mindset because I'm telling you, those shots in that movie were really good, and this was the same kind of stuff. It was pretty cool. Yeah, Jets, much, Jets much better than Blindside. Holy Lord, Sandra Bullock's out there coaching the team. All right. Oh anyway. yeah, yeah. I forgot. Woof. That. Oh wow, I forgot about that. Hit me over the head. Hold on, wait. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so he, he's not a team player. No, even the Betsy. <laughs> All right, so um. They are in Washington. The game doesn't go so well. The dad is, uh, the son is Mac, Matt Eckert. That's the younger son. Um, and then Jed Eckert is his brother, who's a Marine, who is Thor. Uh, their dad is the sheriff. And he's, I don't know, Sheriff Eckert. So they are um, excited about the game. There's a big power outage though at the after party of the football game at the bar, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Because that doesn't normally happen with the kids that just played the high school football games at the bar. Right. And then um, power outage. We find out later that it's a, what? E- EMP. Yeah. Um, electro- electromagnetic pulse. And the Koreans start paratrooping in. Yeah, the next morning, they, you know, as uh, everybody's kind of waking up, you see all of the paratroopers by the digital thousands coming down. Yes. And raining havoc on... Spokane, Washington. And this is the they thought I think the North Koreans thought we can take over Spokane. Well, and in the in the original, nobody it was just utter chaos and all these kids were just kind of running. But in this one you have Jed who's got some combat experience, you know. And in case you forget he's in the Marines, it's tattooed on his, Marine. on his arm there, right? <laughs> and uh so he is like, I know exactly what to do, get in the truck. And they, you know, start yeah, going. They get and, to the yeah. cabin because yep. they have this cabin in the woods. Yep. The, the dad tells them, get to the cabin. They come back, and then the North Korean leader guy has mm-hmm. captured right. the dad. The dad's got a megaphone, and they've captured the whole town. And he's like, boys, we're going to fight these aliens. And they've come to, they've come here, and Will Smith's going to kill them all. That's, that's Independence Day. Right. And you're, it's our Independence Day. And you guys should do what I would have done. <laughs> right. And that's kill these aliens. Right. From North Korea. Welcome to Spokane. Right. <laughs> Welcome to. Right. Because the kids, right. 
And the, anyway, the commander of the Korean army yeah. that he wants to spend his time on like five teenagers. And yeah, so it's he's, a big deal. He's got like this whole like city that he, in his district and he's like, nah, we're, I'm going up in the woods to find We've these, five stop these five kids <laughs> who ran over like four of my guys. Yes. Right. Oh, jeez. He shoots the dad. Yep. Kills him. Which the, what is Cho, I think his name is. He's a really big fan of shooting with one hand. Like almost every <laughs> shot he takes in this movie is is with his arm extended with his pistol. I've, I'm like, which is, by the way, if you have any knowledge of shooting pistols, like impossible. that is not, that is one of the worst way to shoot. Like, hey, if you lose an arm, uh, okay. But like, like, literally. When you're, in, when you're like in an actual combat scenario, shooting with one arm is like one of the worst things you can do. You gotta look cool. But anyway. So they go up in the woods. They're a little bit of chaos. Did you, the one kid that, I think he's nameless, maybe. There's a kid that's with him initially and the question's, Jed, uh, Thor's leadership. Yeah, and he's like, "Who made you the leader?" And then Thor's like, "Me pushing you the ground, punching the gut, push you in the ground." And then he's mad. Yep. That kid literally. The next time you see him, he has he has left their little encampment. He is joined up with the North Koreans. Yeah, he rats him out. He becomes a sympathizer and steals all their food. Yes. Yeah. He blew him up though too, which was good. Yeah, he gets he gets his. So that's his whole story arc. Like just confronting and then yes. switching. And he they have some C four they planted on this building, mm-hmm. and he's standing next to it. He tells Wolverine as soon as he gets <laughs> ee, that the whole building explodes around him. It's like it's like hey you can't do that. And then yeah right. <laughs> it's like so stupid, yes. so bad. Um and then they uh, have decided to um they go up and they train. Tell us about this training montage. Any military movie would never be. Uh, uh, enough without would never be perfect without uh, yeah. some sort so of montage. So J- Jed is the only one with any like combat military experience here. Everybody else is just dumb kids. <laughs> but and they get up there, and one of the first things that happens after their dad dies is a solid military training montage. And by the end of that montage, they are pretty much on the Green Beret level of skill. I mean, yeah. they are just so out at covert ops. I mean, they just. They the, really the, know their the, stuff. The girls in their group are like shooting a bazooka at one point late in the movie. Yeah, they're shooting RPGs. Yeah. <laughs> what? A- <laughs> which? Which they know? Which you know the the in the original you can see like they literally tell you the months that are going by. Right? They're like they're in the world. It's like Jan. It's like you know August, September, October, November. Like you see months have passed. The timeline in this one's a little bit more vague, but you know it, it's at least been a couple weeks. Those girls are still wearing makeup. Yeah. They're, everybody's still shaving their pits. Yeah. Everybody's combing their hair. Like, yeah. it's, it, everybody still looks like so yes. way put together yes. and wearing nice clothes. And you're like, what? Yeah. What, so, how long is this to add? You're saying they're, they're going for authenticity in this film. Right. <laughs> I felt like, I honestly felt like it could have been yeah. days. I mean, Jennifer Grey in the original looked like she just rolled around in dirt before every scene. <laughs> she probably did. You know what I mean? Like, they were looking But you rough. would be, yeah. You'd be you would the, be. On the run. Yes. You're not going to shower. Yeah, but on this one, I mean, they're like their beards are shaved. You know, like the line on their beard. They're not, like dumb. nobody. You would think, okay, you're going to be looking like Tom Hanks talking to a volleyball here, you know, out in the woods for, but not, no. Or, not, not the Wolverines. It kind of reminds me of, of Lost, the TV, the GTA yeah. TV mm-hmm. show Lost. Like, Jack, Jack was always like perfect. Like, it had that. <laughs> Five o'clock shadow. Like, right. We're like, you live on a freaking island. Yep. It's not like you have like an electric razor. Darman, <laughs> Darman. No, they had Darman initiative razors. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> they were nuclear powered. 
and they made you travel back in time. So after the montage, that's when they start kind of doing their counterinsurgency Dude, actions. They're still not functioning well as a team because young Matt just doesn't want to be a team player. He's worried about his girlfriend. Yes, but he learns his lesson. He does eventually. He eventually, um, they, they find out there's grizzled uh, military veterans meet him in the woods. And they, um, they, which is one of them's Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan from Walking Dead. From he's the comedian from Watchmen. He's also Thomas Wayne from the Batman vs Superman. Hey, and and the other guy that's that's with him says things like, "Hey, motards, you're assassin to United Why States Marine." Why does he say that? He says that like five times. Yeah, that's like his only line. That's like weird. Like, yeah. What does that mean? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, he's I'm got the. I'm afraid to use any wordage, but like this, it's weird. Yeah, you know, and he'll say stuff like, "Oh, I think we got him." And he's like, "If I'm still breathing, it ain't over." <laughs> I mean, like that's this guy. That's all he does well, is those and, like really bad Jesse yeah. Ventura one-liners. And he gets know? he ends up getting shot. Yeah, and killed. I was and not it's a, sad. A, I was not. It's upset very about. sad. I couldn't stand that guy. Um. That's that's not a plan. That's a crap sandwich without the bread. <laughs> oh, oh his good. lines were so bad. Like the dialogue in this movie was bad, but that guy just like he took it to the next level. Yes, they um they now they pair up with these guys and they go on a big covert operation to the main main building, which is a police station. Right, they've taken over the police station. Because his dad, yeah, and that, this guy's been in his dad's office. Yeah, so they're going there at night to steal this. Uh, this box that I guess is their way to communicate with their CENTCOM or whatever, you know, even though the EMP, this box has technology to communicate, even though all the power's off, which the power's not all the way off because they're using, the North Koreans are like using lights and there's like some technology going on, which by the way, okay, so <laughs> it's never really clear whether, they they have a, a rally and they're like, we really want to turn your utilities back on, but yes. we can't because you guys keep fighting us, you know. So, but yet they're still they're using lights and technology, and you go in the police station at night, and there's stuff going on which all the lights are turned down. They're not off, but they're down in the in the headquarters at night, right? So they're able to like sneak around and stuff. And okay, so in every communist country like ever, yeah. okay, if you want bread, you have to wait in a what? A bread line. A bread line. Okay, that's like what communist countries are known for. Right. Yet, yet. When the North Koreans, who are known for you know being very great managers of resources, especially food, there is a there is That's a sarcasm, <laughs> folks. There, there is a fun, there is a functioning subway that, <laughs> that when they come into town, which people are just eating in like it's nothing, and so these kids okay, they so, barge. Yeah, in. we've got we do have to cover that. <laughs> oh there is God. a there yes. is a subway. The kids go into it. And then demand sandwiches. Load up these bags with these sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. And there's people eating in it. And they're hey, just like, oh. Hey, sandwich artist, whatever they call yeah. them there. Hey, <laughs> sandwich artist, load this bag up and stuff. And it's like, what? Like the kids, the one guy is still in his subway uniform. Yes, they have the visors on and everything. And they're working. Right. Like it makes no sense. Yeah. And then yet yeah, when they like rescue somebody and come up to them, like, it's so bad down there. It's so bad, the chaos. It's like, All right. But we got Subway. When we come back, we're going to talk more about Subway oh and Kim Jong-un. See ya. Subway, eat fresh. <laughs> we're not sponsored by them. We're not. We're not. But you know who we are sponsored by? Let us serve you. Not really. I won't go into that rant. I, I really want to, but I'm not going to. All right. So let us serve you uh, is a great location here in the... Never joking. Uh... 
Go back in our archive. Oh, by by the way, I, I Urban Dictionaried, Mozart, it's not, it's not bad. Uh, it is like a legitimate word about uh, like loud and, and potentially offensive Marines. Like like people that are like. Oh, my gosh. Like, ooh, get up at 0500 a.m. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> like number four. Yeah. That, Billy, you, you missed your Mozart. calling. You, I know. You, wow. You know, man. Yep. Wow. That's a Mozart. Stuff. That's so weird. What? I don't know. I don't get it. But yeah, so it's kind of a term of endearment to those kids to be called that. If that's what they're aspiring I to be. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Um, so they go into this working subway, which that is a weird deal. I never would have thought about that. Right. Well, and, and the people in the subway, like they don't hardly even it's when he like when uh, the kid goes to rescue his girlfriend in the in the prisoner bus. Yeah. OK. Prisoner bus. Yeah, it is. It's a prisoner bus. Yeah. And he goes in there and he's like trying to set her free. And, and the bus is getting shot at. It's in a wreck. I mean, it's this big scene. No one, in, no one else in the bus is like moving. They're just kind of like, oh man, this is this is weird. <laughs> this, is, this is kind of a bumpy ride. Like they just don't even right, and he's breaking her free, yeah. he, and he breaks her only, and they're just like, oh well, good luck. Like, good luck to you guys. Which by which by the way, okay, if you are a prisoner under North Korean custody, yeah. okay, which at this point she has been for a while, yeah, okay, she looks pretty well fed. She's got a clean like orange jumpsuit. I don't know if you've ever heard anything about North Korean prison camps, but that's not well, how this works. Any prison like, camp, let alone their prison camp. It's like they've got this nice little square made out of Connex boxes where everybody's wearing orange jumpsuits, and it's like, no, you're going to be wearing rags and not fed and like doing super hard labor, or they'll just kill you. In the in the original Red Dawn, the Soviets were just lining up citizens from yeah. the town. You yeah. know, when the Wolverine and every time the Wolverines like killed one of their guys. They're just mowing people down in mass graves in the wow. original, which true to Soviet style. And in this one, they find like the one lady who helped her ch- like change clothes and they find the orange, which she apparently kept the orange jumpsuit around in her shop, you know? And so they find it and they're like, we're going to kill this one person. It's like, no, I don't think you know how that like the North Koreans have then no she escapes too, because yeah, they storm they, the, they storm in then yeah. it's, it's, that's not how this works. Like, if you're being a prisoner in North Korea, like, they're just going to kill you or you're going to starve. In the yeah, day. and I, they, they don't want to uh, really take it to that level, apparently. I guess like, not. I mean, it is just so, like, the lack of, you know, his superior comes in and is like, you've lost control of your district. It's like, yeah, you have because you're really not doing this the, very well. Yeah. But, well, like, okay, so they, they have that rally, you know, and, you know, where they're like, all right, we really want to. Okay. Have you ever seen a North Korean rally on TV? Yeah, it's ran by one person. Right, okay. And he's out there spouting crazy things. And everybody's like marching and stuff, right? Because they all worship him as the leader. Do you ever... And, the, and a deity, basically. Right. Do you ever see anybody just like wandering around randomly just in the crowd? Just like, no, it's all, right? it's all militaristic okay. and functional. Well, that's what they're doing in this movie. Like, that kid is just like, during the rally, is they're like booby trapping it. The rally's going on and he's just like, do, do, just, I've got my hoodie on. Like, just ignore me. And it's like, yes, because that's how North Koreans do their rallies. Yeah, they they'll, just, they'll they allow just you let just people to wander, just wander around. around. Right. Gosh. Yeah. All right. So, in the end, they, uh, Jed gets killed. Thor is shot in the head. Sniper fire, basically. Dead in the head. Uh, and uh, they, uh, by the way, let's let's set up these parameters. Phil, here's the amount of country that's free still. Basically, from they say in the movie, from Michigan to Montana, okay, Alabama to Arizona is free. 
What's that even mean, though? Michigan to Montana is just like the, the Dakotas. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so basically, like up up the center of the country, I'm I'm guessing is kind of the free zone, and the coasts are occupied, which is crazy. Like North Korea doesn't have enough people to occupy that big of a land. No, no, they don't. Weird. They I don't even know if they could take over Springfield. Okay, so they took over like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they just don't have it, man. By the time here's the thing. By the time they're not even gonna make it to Hawaii before they run out of gas. Yeah, like you know, and, and, and the big fear with <laughs> and, and Grant again, and not to even get to world, you know, world, world politics stuff. North Korea's big fear is that they have nuclear capabilities, and they have someone who's pretty unstable, unstable, you know, who could at any point launch something and maybe make it off land to, you know. That's 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 the fear. Not not as much them coming to here to take over things. Right. Well, that's what you get when you you know digitize Chinese soldiers into North Koreans. It stops making sense. It does stop making sense. So anyway, so um, they um avenge Jed's death, um, but they kill the main bad guy, um, Captain Cho. They kill him. The Wolverines uh they attack and um, oh they. <laughs> These Russians, they put a um, tracking tag on one of their people in their group. Daryl. But they put it in his body. Like, he runs past me. He's like, oh, no. And they grab him and rough him up a little bit. And then he, they stuck a tracker yeah. in his body and he didn't know it. Yep. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and later on in the movie, they're like, we've been tracked. How did how did they find that? How did they find us so they could kill Jed? And, and the kid who has the, like, the... He's like real big with his droid phone. Like that's kind of how he comes. He's like trying to film the coach at the beginning. So he's like their de facto tech guy because he knows how to use a smartphone. Of course. He's like, it must have been a tracker on Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> and so they leave poor Daryl behind. So Daryl gets left behind to um, chase him off. They regroup in the woods, I guess. And um, the one guy, uh, Negan, uh, flies off in a helicopter. Yeah. Which um, I don't know if you noticed this. How'd they get the helicopter? <laughs> well, number one, yes. There is a dummy, like a mannequin, Ugh. in the helicopter <laughs> manning the machine gun. I kid you not. <laughs> it is a, like, there's no denying that that is a mannequin. This is it like some airplane For, stuff, <laughs> like from the movie Airplane. I get, but it's like and, <laughs> like, and and they show it like three different times, and they're not like, oh yeah, we did that as a decoy. Like, it's supposed to look legit, I guess. I gotta find this. Oh, it's ter- it's like what? Wasn't the uh, the the pilot or the co-pilot in the airplane in the movie Airplane was a mannequin, right? Yeah, it was, but it blew up. Remember, it was like <laughs> right. Well, and that was we suppo- got, we that was uh, supposed to be funny. Yeah, this, one's not. <laughs> this was actually supposed to look authentic. Right, the machine gunner on the helicopter is a dummy. Right, when Matt is offered a lift to the helicopter by Tanner. But oh you can gosh. tell I there's mean, a lot of there's obvious. a lot of problems with this movie. Right. Uh, anyway, so. Um, they they save the day at the end. They don't say they took the country back over, but they have uh, definitely, definitely are. Um, I'm not gonna be able to find anything in here. I guess. Um, so stupid. That's so dumb. Um, so yeah, let's talk about this. Um, goods and bads. I said the good part for me was the football part of the movie, which is the very beginning of the movie. Right, and I, and I only say that because it wasn't like good football, but like because it was well done. I thought that was probably the best shot part of the whole movie. They spent some time, obviously, choreographing mm-hmm. that. It didn't look too bad. 
uh, Josh from Drake and Josh played football and looked okay doing it. That's kind of a cinematic miracle. Um, yeah, what's the good that you had? There, if you just watch the action scenes without any other context, some of them were okay. I mean, the North Koreans have the shooting skills of stormtroopers, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but like some of the chase scenes and the explosions and and some of that was okay. Yeah. Um, you know, being that this was directed by a stunt person yeah um but he, uh, he, he did even, blow, he did blow some stuff up and i can forgive some of the really terrible low budget looking cgi but so some of the action scenes were were okay if i if i did not care a thing about the actual plot and was just wanted a, a mindless action movie eh. so but he was using practical effects and like pyrotechnics and stuff yeah there were some pyrotechnics in there too yeah, yeah which is pretty cool. cool yeah it was not too bad that um bads other than everything else, can't say everything else. Look, okay, so aside from you know, like I really follow North Korea stuff, so there was a t- lot of stuff like that that really bothered me that we've already discussed. In the original Red Dawn, you know, you got like there was time where you kind of got to know the characters, and you know they were kind of multi-layered, and so when one of them died, you kind of felt that impact, and you noticed they were dead. At various times through this movie, like there was one scene where like Matt left for like three days after he accidentally got someone killed when he rescued his girlfriend or something. Oh yeah. And I was like, Oh yeah, him. Like he's still in this movie. <laughs> I was like, I I just I lost track of all the characters because I just didn't care about them right. at all. There was expand, no they didn't expand. There was no depth to them. I I didn't care who lived or died or and lost track of who was living and who was dead. And in the original, you know, uh, the mayor's son gets a track. He goes down, gets the tracking device and, and almost like kind of betrays them in a way. And then they have this like really emotional scene where they end up shooting him. You know, um, in this one is, you know, the tracking thing is like, oh yeah, he just got a device. Well, looks like we're gonna have to leave you on the side of the road. Peace. Literal. Bye, bye Daryl. Literal peace Yeah, sign. literal peace sign. So bye, Daryl. And I'm like, wow, that was, you know, and then the, the final scene about them, bye, them, them going after some green box. To, it's like, the final mission had no real like value in the original. You had, you know, Charlie Sheen and um, Patrick Swayze have that emotional scene where they like are both dying. They go out to the bench and, you know, and in this one we get the kid who's like to them, this is just some place to us. It's home. <laughs> We're going to kill those aliens. Yo, right. Welcome to earth. <laughs> right. We, Thank you, President. We were the good guys, and now we're the bad guys, but they're yeah. the good guys, and we're the good guys, and they're the bad guys. This is our Independence Day. <laughs> right. So I, it was as a any type of character development at all, you know, even, um, you know, Thor's character was just like, yeah, I'm a Marine. I got combat. You know, in case you forgot, it's on the tattoo to my arm. I'm a Marine. I'm a Marine. I've seen combat. I don't know if you knew that. Like, I, I think I, the, I got it. The, I think the sign of a good movie, movie when I walk out you know, go to a movie with my wife or whatever. We walk out and I can like identify characters by names. Like, yeah, that was Justin and that was Rebecca or whatever. But like, if you like, don't just forget the person's name, but forget right. that that person's even a character in the movie. That's yep. real, that's real bad. The only reason I remember Jed's name is because his name is Jed. Which and is because, weird. Because, yeah. yeah. And because I took note, but you know, and like other weird stuff, like there'll be, there's, there's scenes where some of the other characters are like, you, know, you can tell they're like deeply reflecting on a, on a loss or like, thinking about their dead parents or like th- there's some kind of deep thing. Every time somebody's having a moment, Jed is like, they're creeping on him and is like watching them from a distance. Like every time he's in every emotional scene, he's like in, he's like, you know, 20 feet away, like watching them. It's really <laughs> weird. 
Um, I am um, telling you right now, what a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, Catterwald pile of goo this movie was. Um, so bad. So bad. Um, all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, what, uh, let's rate this thing. One horrible being pretty darn bad, um, but watchable. Five being, oh my gosh, I just had my eyes gouged out, um, and my hair's on fire, and oh no, I have to watch Red Dawn again. Two horribles. Two horribles. Phil's never seen it. Wait, wait, wait. I, I think I did that backwards, right? So five is the worst. Five's the worst. Three? Oh, three and a half or four. Four. Four horribles. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It doesn't hold up to the original at all. No. Uh, and, and the original, it wasn't like it was like this critically acclaimed, you know, awesome thing. I mean, it's pretty, it's, but it, it's but pretty it, legit. Yeah, it's pretty legit. And and the original came out during the Cold War, so the the Red Scare and the, and the fear was still there. Yeah. Now, yeah. we didn't know how bad the Russian economy really was at this point and where their ability in the, you know, the original Red Dawn in 1984, their ability to actually send in a land attack is probably is in question. I, I don't know if they would have actually been able to even do that, no. but we, they had the bluff in on us. We sure. were all scared. Yeah. Anyway, little Jack was really scared. Little Jack. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um, uh, let me give a shout out, David, in the live chats in the house. David, glad you glad you joined in. A little late night, a uh, little late night recording tonight. Yeah, kind of fun. Um, not kind of fun, a heck of a lot of fun. I took my shirt off. I'm so it's so fun. I didn't really take my shirt off. Uh, Phil, Phil, will fix that in post post production, right, Phil? No, we're live, pal. That's what you're supposed to say. You're supposed to say, no, we're live, pal. All right, so. Um, what have you been into lately? <laughs> mm, well, uh, as most everybody knows, North Korea has been doing some stuff with the Olympics, and uh, that's there's been a lot going on with that. So I've been staying pretty up on Kim Jong Un's sister, and uh, what is up with that too? That was weird in the Olympics. Like people were like, "She's the, <laughs> she's like the Ivanka Trump of yeah. North Korea. Yeah, she's a what? Little, she, yeah, she's a little bit more powerful. Like to give you an idea of how significant she is, the old dude that came with her, he's like in his upper eighties or nineties. Whoa! He, and he has like out of most of the people in the North Korea hierarchy, like not a lot make it over decades. Well, and he is on paper the head of state, right? So he's like the prime minister of North Korea. Well, when they walk into the room, he's like, let me hold it. Like, he will not enter the room until she does. And then they had, like, the the like the like main seat at the table for him. And he's like, no, 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 she's taking the seat. So she's pretty powerful. Oh, yeah. Yep, she's Kim Jong-un's sister, man, absolutely. And she's the first person from that, from the dictator's family to ever come into the South. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, it was pretty significant. She was giving Mike Pence some side eye which I thought was kind of interesting because they're like <laughs> just a couple feet away from each other, you know? Weird. Wow. And they're like, we're just going to pretend that each other's not here. Odd. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, very cool. Very cool. Um, I am, uh, yeah, this movie. Mm. I think I expected more out of this movie is what I expected. I, I liked the original a lot. This one, um, 
you know what I did? It kind of to me, it kind of sounds like a maybe a Transformers movie, like a, a lot of action and pizzazz and stuff like that, but no uh, depth, like no like depth of character, depth yeah. of story. It, like it's, it's like comparing the 1990s Ninja Turtles to Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know, it's like one of them was like, wow, that was pretty. I mean, I loved the 1990 Ninja Turtles, right? And and I think it's a, a decent flick. I mean, it's very watchable, right? And the newest one was like, yeah, no. <laughs> the second one did you watch the second one no no the second one i felt like was better than the first one because, burnt, burnt, because burnt my bridge there they did some uh actual old school turtle stuff in that one i mean bebop bebop and rocksteady were in it that's i mean it's cool that they i mean you know but like <laughs> that didn't sell you on i was <laughs> no, trying to no, i was trying to really wow no, you with no, the bebop and rocksteady no. i thought i thought if anything could wow you it would be Bebop and Rocksteady <laughs> no, from Turtles. No, but I mean it's it's same stuff like like in in Pixels. You know, it's like hey, I, I that's nostalgia. I remember that. Well, it's like cool, two points. But now what? Like we got to make a movie. You know, like you can't just survive on that on nostalgia alone. You can't. I I've tried. I've tried to live <laughs> on nostalgia alone. I think that Kim Jong Un might try to live on nostalgia alone. Yeah, he likes it. He's he likes him some Mickey Mouse. Does he? Yeah. Mickey. What's the most American thing he really likes? We got about a minute left. Short skirts. Really? Yeah. Oh, so awkward. Oh, so awkward. I'm just you asked. Yeah. He Is it real? Yeah. He he's big and like he he invented this band, this girls all oh, girls band. Oh my god! And like they came out with what? yeah. Can you like, find their song? <laughs> yeah, and they came out with like fiddles and short skirts, and it was like a big scandalous thing. It's like what short skirts? Like because it's a super conservative country, you know. And uh, so there's and his wife. Is like she wears makeup Fiddles and like short skirts. Right? <laughs> that's not if you think that's the weirdest thing in North Korea. That's not even close. Really? Yeah. And Disney had to be like, we did not sanction Mickey Mouse hanging out at this concert. Like that is not because and they had Winnie the Pooh there at one point and like yeah. And Disney was like, we're not good with this, folks. Nothing we can do about it. There is nothing we can do about it. We'll <laughs> see you soon. Keep it rizzle. Um. Oh my gosh. That's, That's so, so bizarre, man. I've never heard of anyone doing that in political political power. Doing what? Like doing like that kind of pop culture kind of stuff. Oh, but, oh, yeah. but he's not like anybody. And he <laughs> rules the country. Mm-hmm. Like everything he wants happens. Like there's yep. no there I mean, if he want he's killed so many of his family members. Well, and so like check this are, and where are, are we still on the air? Oh, we're on the podcast part of okay. it. We're off the radio part okay. of it. We're on so, the podcast part. Okay. So um like Kim Jong Il was big into movies, right? So Kim Jong Un is more of a sports guy. Like mm-hmm. he, his sports is his focus. Kim Jong Il was big into like theater, film stuff like that. So he's like, man, our movies kind of, kind of stink. Like we need some better movies. Hey, someone go get me a director from South Korea. So they kidnap, a, a like a director. It's the guy who ended up making Three Ninjas later in life. Wow. Yeah, he got kidnapped, brought in, and he's like, hey, uh, did you see Godzilla? Yeah. Okay, make that, but our version. Or your Wow. Yeah. And he and he ended up because he tried to escape several times and so he ended up getting sent to the pokey for a while. And uh And then he got out and he got and he was forced to make, make God- three ninjas with Hulk Hogan. <laughs> make, he made North Korean Godzilla, a movie called Pulgasari. Pulgasari. Yeah. It and I've I've watched it. It's okay. I mean, it's like, and you know, you've got the big the puppet thing going on, and he likes me. And it was the first major non or the first major North Korean film to not have like a political like po- propaganda bent. Yeah, right. But he well, was funny. Like, if you kind of pay attention, he kind of was sneaky about putting in some like anti 
really? anti-Kim stuff in there, but Weird. you have to kind of watch for it, you know, but yeah, cool. some, some metaphors and stuff, but so yeah, when you're talking about where well, they get what they want, yeah, they get what they want, man. Is there a, well, in countries like that you do, is there a way to see that movie? You've seen the movie? Yeah, it's on YouTube, the whole thing. Really? Yeah, Pol- Polgasari. Huh? Yeah, and, and I, it's does it have English dubbing on it uh-huh, or not dubbing but uh, subtitles yeah and I when I was uh, still blogging regularly I have a review on it on my blog and it has a link to the I'd like uh, next time you come on I really want us to talk more about Polgasari yeah it's um, it's <laughs> that may be the movie you do we may we may do God's one of the Godzillas ooh ooh the Matthew brought up Godzilla we'll do a split is that up the one in two, the year 2000 yeah with Come with me. Had P. Diddy doing some rap thing to, <laughs> to uh, what what was the name of the uh with Blood Zeppelin's uh, Cashmere or whatever it was. Oh, come with me. It's like so horrible, <laughs> man. So bad. That's my P. Diddy impression. Um, we could do a split episode. We'll do that. And then some of Polgasari. Polgasari. Pol Pol Polgasari. Yeah. Um, gotta catch them all. Polgasari. All right. Anyway, yeah. Anything else? Mm. Uh, anything special you mm. got going on? No, just uh, paying attention to North Korea, playing Tetris. Um, I, I work behind the scenes in the in the radio business now, so that's been kind of that been fun, interesting, challenging. So, yeah, I, I mean, it takes a lot more more than what people think. I can to, imagine to get that to get that going. You know, it's like you, people think, oh well, you know, somebody just comes in and you get on the mic and you just kind of it's like. There's a lot that back takes end. A, oh yeah, there's a lot on the back end. So I'm I'm learning all the the nuts and bolts of how all that stuff works. So that's been pretty fascinating. It's cool. Yeah. Well, we're just uh, doing our thing. We've got um, this episode actually. You know, it'll drop. Man, our time tomorrow Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're gonna turn around and we're gonna have a new episode. On, uh, we'll have a live episode that'll be set Sunday. The Youngsmas are going to come on. Uh, we're, we've narrowed it down between two two great movies, uh, Parental Guidance, which I think is what Caitlin wants to do, or what was the other one Graham wanted to do? I forgot. Um. Anyway, so probably Parental Guidance because Caitlin's probably going to do what she wants to do. So. <laughs> And then, um, man, some other great stuff coming up. So, anyway, um, y'all, thanks for tuning in. Jake, thanks for coming out. Thanks for inviting me. Um, always welcome. And, Phil, you just keep hitting those uh, widgets and slides and buttons and uh, honk a horn. Can you... Uh, Is that what you think I do here? And you also dress very nice. He does. He has style. Oh, he's got... He's, da- he's, he's dashing and dapper. He's the only producer on podcasts that insists on wearing a three-piece suit everywhere he goes. And he's got a top hat on, too. He's like an old-timey Abe Lincoln top hat. <laughs> and he's got a Muppet Baby tattoo on his neck. It's Beaker. It's Beaker from Muppet Babies. <laughs> it's, the only, it's the only one we can see. Are you going to throw this off? I'm just joking. Good night, everybody. You can make fun of me if you want to. Now, now, now do me. Now do me. Make fun of me now. Just, just make up stuff. That's what I do. Make up stuff. Don't hit stop. I know you want to. Are you mad? Did I make you mad? Don't 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 turn it off. That'll, that'll hurt my feelings if you turn it off. I, I really I'm sorry. You know it was what? funny. Yeah. No, I, I'm totally I'm joking, man. Oh, okay. Well, make fun of me now. Go ahead.
you're you're really furry. I'm too nice, man. Like, you look I, like well, you got to work gonna... on that. You got to work on getting mean, Phil. Yeah. Get mean. Yeah. Get mean. You look like say Jack. You look like Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. Just say it. <laughs> It'll make you feel better. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Abato. It. He can't do it. I something. Do something. You can do it. I, dude, I I've been like between work, school, and this, I've been going for about fourteen hours. Okay. So I got nothing. Is left, that man. saying wrap it up? Is that can you play some music he, to he wrap it up? He keeps trying to press the stop button. <laughs> you keep swatting his hand. Okay. Hold on. Let me say bye to everybody. Just just let David do it. Dave, David can insult you. Dave, I think did he just insult us with he that? He might have been Korean. I'm oh, sure. yeah, that's hor- he's looks like spelt horrible movie podcast in Korean. Thank the Lord. Okay, wow, I, that's I, thought, cool. I thought David was like uh, and beepity beep beep horrible <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, what about um playing us out with something? What can you play us out with here? Whoa, is this a translator oh, he, on Google? Yeah, he's trying to. Google, how do I, how do I translate it? it? Yeah, English. He just called us a motard. Oh, he says, see you later. No, see oh, you later. Cool. Oh, I like it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Man, that's weird. What? So he's out then. Yeah. Good on you, David. See you, David. Um, he left a while ago. He left. And most other people did too. Um, play <laughs> us out. Why don't you hit, uh, do you have a uh, hold on pulled up there again? Play us. We'll, we'll use that as our play out music on this one. Hit the drums. Hit the drums, Ryan Malone. And go. Oh, that's Ryan Malone. Oh, you turned it off. All right. So, guys, um, thanks for tuning in. You're great. Um, we appreciate your patronage. Um, if we can ever do anything for you, let us know. Uh, Phil's very sleepy. We're all very sleepy. Um, your life is just ahead. Also, um, go home and take a nap. See you soon. Reach for the stars. Follow your dreams. And remember... Just because it's from Hollywood doesn't mean it isn't horrible. Thanks, Jake. You're very welcome. Domo arigato. And uh, Phil. <laughs> That's not Korean. Phil. <laughs> Phil, um, say bye. In Korean? I don't know how. I want you just to say, oh, I'm, so I'm, cute. So cute. <laughs> I'm going to let Google Translate say it. In... Oh, I like it. Um, What do you want me to say in Korean? Goodbye. Whatever you want to do. Man, I forgot what that was. I know how to say hello. Okay, Okay, here it is. Go. Oh, I got the tab muted. (laughs) Struggling. Annyeong. 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 Can you put horrible movie podcast? What would that sound like? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. I'm not I'm not gonna try to Attempt that one. All right. Good job. Podcast. 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 All right. So, folks, um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you soon. And remember, um, be glad you don't live in North Korea. Podcast. Podcast. All right. See you soon. The Horror Movie Podcast is heard weekly on great stations like 88.1 KZ88, South Central Missouri's Public Radio, 104.1 Caps Media in Ventura, California, 103.5 WADR, Janesville, Wisconsin, and 105.5 KFGM, Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. 
The Horrible Movie Podcast is available for download on iTunes, Google Play, Spreaker, and at the thehorriblemoviepodcast.com.